Welcome to The Abundance Journey, the show that helps spiritual entrepreneurs create an abundance mindset that accelerates revenue. Secretly, everything you experience in your life is actually abundance. Once you understand how to activate abundance, you find yourself in flow with your business and clients, so it's easy to create the revenue you want. The Abundance Journey is the only show that activates abundance for you, so you enjoy rapid results in your business. Here's your host, the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine Starling. Did you know that you can receive guidance directly from the God of your understanding if, if you aren't blocked by your emotions, your expectations, and your limiting beliefs? Well, there's a reason why I'm thrilled to chat with Catherine Flynn today. Catherine is a channeler, a certified intuitive life purpose coach, a psychic medium, and an artist. She supports people in unlocking their life purpose with channeled wisdom and grounded guidance that is direct from source. You know me, I'm all about conversations with the divine. She's all over that. And we have so much in common. And that's why I'm really stoked to chat with her because differently from what I do, Catherine has channeled several different spiritual beings. And the latest one I'm dying to hear about this is a Druid with whom she's been working for several lifetimes several different lifetimes. Catherine helps people explore their life purpose and map out their path so they can live the centered, peaceful, and dynamic existence that they came here to live. I'm so delighted you're here today, Catherine. Welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm just excited to be able to be a part of this. <laughs> it's always so fun. I, I don't know. I just seem to attract the best people ever. And you are definitely right up there. I, I love chatting with other people who connect with the divine. I call it the divine. And to me, the divine is kind of like the plural of y'all. The mm-hmm. plural of y'all is all y'all. And divine yeah. covers the angels, the God, you know, and all of the divinities, all of all y'all <laughs> absolutely there's so many names for it i always tell people you know what, what call it what resonates with you it doesn't matter what someone else calls it it's just a title so i love divine i think that's a really cool <laughs> cool way to say it <laughs> i try to be inclusive and respectful at the same time but one of the things that i have noticed in my connection with the divine is a strong sense of humor I think they really get a kick out of us of what we're up to and some of the things that we bump into. It's like, kind of like watching the Keystone Cops and they're like, oh, oh boy, here they go again. <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many eye rolls I see that I get from Spirit or how many chuckles or, I mean, yeah, they I, they don't grasp what we're doing here, but so they find it very comical, I think, even more probably than we do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, you know, Catherine, one of the things that I talked about, I love to start each one of these conversations with an intention. An intention is really how you want to feel and what we want to create together throughout our conversation. Mm-hmm. And I love setting an intention because it's been proven to be incredibly effective. It's kind of like opening up your peripheral vision so that ideas and concepts and downloads that you never would have expected will suddenly come through that you'll want to share. And trust me, if if your Druid friend wants to make an appearance, we would love to get their insight too. And psychiatrists know this process as priming. And it turns out if you read supportive words before you take a test, you do a whole lot better. And if you do 
if you read unsupportive words, you do a lot worse on the same test. So it really makes a difference what we are saying to ourselves. And I have a certain structure that I use for intentions. I just want to kind of explain what's going on here before we do it. Um, I always start with in love and light because that is acknowledging that the God of your understanding is an active participant at the table with you. You are in partnership and they are fully endorsing and supporting and empowering this intention with us. Then we state the intention and then it's just good manners to say thank you. So <laughs> I say thank you. And at the very end, I say it is done. That is a reminder to us that we just did what we needed to do. We just typed the address into GPS. And when you're done typing the address, you're done. You don't have to keep typing. They know where we're going and that's all they need to know. And so then after I read the intention, then we're going to hold it in silence for 78 seconds. And I know it will feel like the longest 78 seconds of your entire life. However, this is really important because the latest studies show that human beings have the attention span shorter than a goldfish. We are all over the map. We are so busy with all these thoughts running through our heads and distractions. We can't focus long enough for the divine to really hone in on what we actually want to create. Right. And so when we hold it for 78 seconds, they can finally go, aha, she's serious about this one. Okay, we'll actually pay attention now and help make this happen. So as we're holding the intention, I invite everyone to really feel your body. Your body is actually a big antenna. It's a big receiver for divine information, divine downloads. And just notice the energy that flows through your body. Notice any tingling or heat or chills. Notice any emotions that come up for you. Notice any limiting beliefs that come up for you. Now, Catherine, you're an expert. Is there anything else that we should really be paying attention to during that 78 seconds? No, it's just being open, I think, and just letting the information flow in. If you get a message or if you hear something or feel something, just let it come through. Don't question it. Don't try to, you know, analyze it. Just allow for you to be in that space because it's a beautiful to be able to spend time around that intention. Absolutely. And if you get something that comes through, don't be afraid to grab a pen and write it down. I mean, seriously, it's yeah. it's fine to do that. Yes, I'm going to be with my eyes closed and just holding that intention. And sometimes I'll take a specific phrase out of the intention that really resonates in my heart. And I'll just focus on those few words for the 78 seconds, because that just seems to be the laser beam that I want the most attention on. But whatever works for you is fine. Just support us in holding this intention because from the divine perspective, they are everywhere and every when simultaneously. So it could be 10 years from now and somebody watches the video of this episode or listens to the podcast and they're adding their energy and we feel it right now, even though they're adding it 10 years from now. So you will notice some really profound energetic shifts as we hold this intention together. Enough of the preamble. Let's do this thing. Okay, time to have a lot of fun. In love and light, we hold the intention that we release all doubts, fears, and limiting beliefs to the divine, replacing it with welcoming delight for supportive guidance 
from the divine. Thank you, divine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is done. We give thanks, and so it is. Wow, <laughs> that was a lot of energy. That was really impressive. What was your experience like there? Yeah, I could really just feel all of that divine source energy just kind of rolling over me as it was just, you know, kind of just coming through. So I think it was clear, very clearing for me, which I liked, which was good. <laughs> It was fun. I felt my legs were tingling big time. And I felt this energy just shoot up through my body, up through the top of my head, and then came rushing back down and out through my heart and just penetrated every heart on the planet. I just saw this huge like spider web of yeah. love and delight. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, wow, that is so powerful. How exciting that that's what we're creating. We're creating a web of love and delight. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. How can it get even better than this? I don't know, but we're just going to have fun and see what happens. Well, obviously, Catherine, you're really passionate about what you do. And I'm fascinated that you've got connections with specific entities that are partnering with you to bring through this guidance that you're looking for. What got you started here and why are you so passionate about it? Yeah. Well, I'm passionate about it because I've learned it's my life's work. It's my life path, my life purpose. It really is about, I came in and incarnated into this lifetime to really support people on their journey and to allow my connection and my abilities to really support others. And, you know, I did, didn't plan on doing it. I didn't, you know, try to channel. It just happened one day. So that was kind of the beginning. And I've had my ups and downs like everybody does, you know, there's always those things, but I've really learned to embrace it and love it. And, you know, when you do what you love and when you feel like you're really in alignment with your life, I mean, it's, it's not work. It's just fun. It's just, it's joyful. Absolutely. And I love what you're saying, because one of the messages that I got back is we are given contrast as an opportunity to recommit mm -hmm. to what's yeah. truly important to us. Yes. Am I willing to show up as love in this moment, in spite of the fact that this person's pushing every single button I've ever had? They grab the remote control and they're driving me freaking nuts, <laughs> right? <laughs> Can I get to show up as my highest self anyway? <laughs> Good luck for that. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, I've been 
believer that there's there's no coincidences in life. They're all they're all synchronicities. And so, yeah, we have free will where we can make a decision, you know, like I could have decided I wasn't going to channel and I wasn't going to walk this path. And that would have been OK within this lifetime, too. But it's really about just, you know, kind of just doing what you need to do. And when you are triggered by that person or when you have that moment of just like you want to freak out, it's saying, all right, what am I supposed to learn from this? You know, it might take you a while to figure it out after you have your, you know, your freak out moment. But then I would say, look at it, see what you were, why it happened, see what triggered, and then let's release that so we can live more in alignment and you don't have that same moment again. Yeah, I, I have to share a little story with you, something that happened recently. I was in a shopping center trying to back my husband's truck up out of a big parking spot. And he's got this big truck. <laughs> I, I'm always anxious trying to get out of a parking place because it's massive and I can never quite see where I'm going. So I'm really slowly backing out and I can see somebody out of the corner of my eye going way too fast through mm -hmm. the parking lot. Yeah. And all of a sudden I hear this honk. And oh my gosh, did that trigger me? I mean, yeah. I didn't look at this person, but in my mind, I was reading him the riot act. I mean, just woo. And I got this dick from the divine saying, wait a minute, yeah. everything is supposed to be love for you. Everything. Mm -hmm. If you're making up a story that this is not loving, that story's on you. Exactly. You could be making up a story that was loving. Yeah. And I resisted big time. I'm like, no, he's just a jerk. <laughs> no, no, no. It's loving. What would right. be a loving explanation for this? And I had to dig deep, baby. But I finally came up with, okay, well, maybe I was about to hit something. And he didn't have time to put his car in yep. park and jump out and run around and knock on my window. And, hey, lady, don't yeah. hit the whatever, right? Yeah. So yep. maybe he was doing me a huge favor because it would have cost yep. me a lot of money and put on a big delay and all this stuff, right? Or maybe he was letting me know that I had enough room. And as yep. it happened, I stopped and I cranked the wheel as hard as I could. And I was able to get out. So maybe yep. it was a thumbs up. You got yep. this. Go for it, right? Yep. It yeah. could have been a positive, loving message. And it really came home to me. Mm -hmm. I'm the only one who can let love in for yes. me. Yeah. It doesn't matter how loving somebody else is. I'm the only one. I'm the gatekeeper. Mm -hmm. I'm the one putting the yeah. brakes on. And it's yeah. the same with divine guidance, isn't mm -hmm. it? Yes. It is all about what you allow to come in. I, I have this concept that I talk to people about. I call it open allowance. And it's about saying we're allowing and we're letting things come in. And it's different than surrendering because the people use that word too. And I'm like, no, surrendering is just kind of, you just kind of kick back and say, whatever, like, just like do it for me, you know, help me get me there. But I look at open allowance saying, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a new place to live. I'm looking for a new job. I'm looking for whatever you need or a release of an energy or a, or a trait you have that you need to, that isn't serving you. And I say, don't put boundaries on it. You know, don't put parameters of, oh, it has to look like this. It has to smell like this. It has to be this color. You know, I, I know um, many people are looking for partners, you know, and one client I was wearing in particular, she's like, well, he, you know, I want to be this tall with this color hair and this color eyes and this job and this. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, they're not going to get a checklist out because that person you're looking for may not be right for you. So tell the universe, I am ready to accept the partner that is of my highest and greatest good, who is the best match for me in my lifetime and my purpose and let them come. 
and don't don't question it because I think when we we start to put things in boxes, it's like okay, we're telling the universe that it's got to look just like this and they may send us the right thing, but because it doesn't look the way we want it to, we then push it off. And so then we miss it. We don't even realize that it came. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important because what you're looking for is actually an energy match more than the physical, tangible stuff that's really obvious that you can see. It's how does the heart sync up with that person? Yeah, And that's a totally different kind of experience than being able to say, oh, well, they have this color hair and this color, you know, this is their profession. Okay. Well, before we go too far down this road, because I could like go a million different directions here. I'm loving this conversation, but we're talking the abundance journey, baby. And no two people describe abundance the same way. So given the kind of work that you do, how would you define abundance with your clients? So I define abundance as truly living in alignment with your life path path and purpose to allow for the universe or source or divine to really provide you with what you need at this moment in time. And it's living within that alignment of joy and happiness as well, so that you always feel that abundance energy and you know you always have exactly what you need. I love that. I love that. And it truly is an energy. Yeah. I call it, yeah, baby, energy. It's yes. that energy of, I don't know what's coming and I don't care because yeah. I can handle it. I'm going to have a blast with it. It's kind of like a conversation that we're having, right? right? We don't exactly know where this is going. We just know it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And unusual, outstanding things are going to show up for us, however it turns out, beyond yes. anything we could do on our own. That's what I love about having an intention and collaborating like this with you because the energy is through the roof. This is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to ask you because you work with lots of different people Mm -hmm. and typically there's a certain symptom or an issue that they're dealing with before they start working with you. It's kind of how they know it's time to give Catherine a call, right? Yeah. So what is that? gotcha what is that issue that seems to be a common theme yeah most people feel like they're stuck they've done a lot of spiritual work they've done a lot of self-reflection self-work but they're at that point where they're just they don't know how to continue to move forward um and that can be in many facets of their life so it's just that stuckness and that's when you know they usually call me and say you know hey i'm ready for a session or you know can i work with you on coaching and we kind of lay out a plan of, okay, what, what is it that's going to best fit you? And how can I support you on this journey? Because I'm big on support. I don't help people. I don't do it for them. I support them. And I allow them to really walk the path as I walk it with them. So that's probably the common denominator is just they're, they're just stuck and they just don't know where to go next. Yeah, I think that a lot of people end up in that space, that mm-hmm. kind of confused and overwhelmed and frustrated yeah. space. And it can be really challenging to figure out how do I shift my energy and go in a new direction. And so being able to get centered and grounded and open and ready to receive makes all the difference in the world. I want to share a quick story with you because I I discovered the power of words for Mm me. And no two people have the same experience with the same word. So I don't want to put anything on anybody. I just want to share what my experience was like so you can be more aware of your experience. 
So I was really blessed on New Year's Day 2005 to have a stroke and have a conversation with the divine during my stroke. Massive downloads. It was incredible. And I have never experienced such intense, deep, rich love in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm telling you, it was like a Niagara Falls of love and downloads and just this incredible experience. So I got out of the stroke, zero damage, no problems at all. And I'm like, wow, I want more of that incredible love and amazing downloads. And I want it on a tap where I can turn it on high anytime I want. And so I did all this research and I did all this studying and they all said, allow, you've got to allow. I was allowing my little heart out and I would get downloads, Mm -hmm. not that kind of volume. It was a lot closer to a leaky watering can than to Niagara Falls, frankly. And I was really getting frustrated. So I had been meditating and I sat for guidance and I'm journaling and I'm asking, why isn't this allowing thing working? Hey, you really ticked off. And I got this immediate download. What is the image that comes to mind when you think of the word allow? And I immediately saw myself behind a door with a chain on the door and I'm peeking out the door at the divine and I'm freaking terrified because I can't control it. I don't know what to expect. And suddenly I realized, aha, for me, the word allow is a mind-based word because my mind wants order, structure, simple steps to follow. A guaranteed outcome would be really nice, you know? (laughs) And, And that's not the kind of relationship I can have or want to have with the divine. So I'm like, okay, obviously that's not the word for me. So what is a heart-based word that really represents the kind of relationship I want to have with the divine? And I really had to think about it. But finally, I realized my word is welcoming. Mm. Now I welcome the divine. I welcome conversations. I welcome what's coming because I don't have to control it. Yeah, exactly. And the control is where you were restrictive of what was there. And so I love that you use the word welcome because that's a word that connects with you. You know, the same way we had said earlier, like whatever, you you know, God, source, divine, what, whatever, it doesn't matter. But yeah, it was just letting that come in. So I love that you're already living in just that, you know, what I would call that open allowance, you know, well, and you call welcoming, just letting it flow, letting it be what it needs to be. So that's beautiful. It's really awesome you do that. Well, I'm dying to hear about your special relationship. Could you tell us a little bit about how you connected with your, what did, what did you say that he was? It's a a druid. A dru- is it a male druid. or a female yeah. druid? Um, it's more masculine. Okay. Um, so that that he reads a little more masculine. And there's a few of them that I work with. So really, I started working with him um, one day. Noticed that you know because I'm psychic and medium, I notice spirits and I notice energies, and I noticed that this being was following me around. And he didn't bother me. He wasn't scary when you know I would ask you know my guides and angels for protection. Like you know he just like they just look at him. So I'm like okay, he's not supposed to get out the way other things would. <laughs> and so one day I finally you know kind of was told like okay we need to I need to figure out who he is, what he is, why he's here. You know I just can't have this thing following me around all the time. And that's when I kind of started talking to him and realized that you know, he was here to help me. He'd worked with me in the past. 
um, you know, I had to do a little research, figure out what he was, that he was a Druid. Um, cause he's big on, I have to do the work. He's just not going to tell me everything. And so that's kind of where it began. And that's when I started connecting it back to past lifetimes. Then it kind of opened up to more of that collective consciousness of the Druid energy. So there's different, you know, beings that will come through based on the client in front of me or what's going on, um, based on what they need. And so, yeah, it's been a really fun experience to just, understand this really ancient culture and civilization because they still talk about their time on earth and then I connect my past lives with that a little bit but just being able to give these messages that people have and that was kind of the beginning of it was just he started following me around (laughs) that's very cool and that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand you are surrounded by angels Mm -hmm. all the time and there's a great book out there if you haven't read it highly recommend it it's called hiring the heavens Mm-hmm. And the basic premise is there's a lot of really bored angels out there. Mm-hmm. They're looking for something to do. So mm-hmm. if you hire them and they're cheap, they work for thank yous, mm-hmm. yeah. but you talk to them out loud and you say, Hey, here's what I'm working on. I need a, 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 a freeway angel to get me on the freeway with very little traffic and get to my appointment on time or help me find a parking place or whatever it is you're working on. You yeah. can hire attitude adjustment angels. And I do that sometimes for myself first and then for the others who are going to be involved in whatever the conversation is because they can shift the energy and my angels can talk to your angels and we won't even know what's going on, but they can shift the energy for both of us and they can send us the guidance we're looking for. So really, really powerful. Thank you for bringing that up. Talk to the entities that you notice around you. Even if you don't notice entities, I love doing this with people who don't believe it. Love it. I just hire the heavens, hire angels, hire them to help you with something. You don't think it's working, but then pay attention. Notice what happens. They're like, oh, it's so freaky. That actually works. I'm like, yeah, kind of does. Yeah. 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 Just ask. That's the big thing that they always tell me is they're like, people don't ask, like, we're not going to interfere in free will. We can give you signs. We can give you suggestions. We can maybe show you. But if you say, hey, I have a problem. I need your help. They're going to be able to, you know, assist you. But just remember, you got to be welcoming to what they're going to provide you or have that open allowance to what's going to come through to you. Because, you know, you may not, it may not look the way you want it to be. But that's the other thing. That's the other thing, because sometimes people get guidance and they don't like the guidance they got. Exactly. Because you have to get off your duff and do stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not a magic wand. I hate to say it, but no. No, yeah. (laughs) There is action still involved. (laughs) As much as we all like to sit on our couch and, you know, watch (laughs) it go happen. No, we still need to take action. Well, that actually kind of brings up the next question that I have for you, because I've noticed every time I want my external world to change, Something has to change inside before that external shift happens. What do you notice? Your clients have to be willing to shift internally to have that transformation they say they want. They have to be willing to shift different energies around them. So whether it be a belief 
a program, an inner child aspect of them, um, something that is truly ingrained in who they are. And it's not saying that it's a bad thing, but I always say, you know, as we grow, just like our old clothes, we no longer need for our bodies anymore. We get rid of the same thing is the same with our energy. So what are those aspects or those things that are no longer serving us? So I spend a lot of time with clients going, okay, why did that trigger come up? What no longer serves you? Why is that memory coming through what happened as a child to really allow them to really look at, okay, does this serve me or not? And when they can fully kind of let go of some of those things and some take longer than others. So it's not necessarily like, Oh, I'm just going to throw it in the trash can and I'm done. But when you can do that is when it really, when they really start to see that transformation take place and they understand the principles of how to be able to start changing their life. And then it's just awesome to see them, you know, running and, and really embracing that even after I'm, you know, not, you know, working with them one-on-one anymore. So. Yeah. I did. There's a great quote from the author, David Hawkins, who wrote power versus force. And he says, love brings up its opposite. Mm-hmm. Whenever you ask for something, whenever you are trying to show up as your higher self, you will be given opportunities to show up as your higher self. <laughs> Challenges also known as, right? It's like, we're not going to make this easy for you, kid. You get to recommit. You say this is what you want. Are you going to walk your talk? Yeah. We want to see that you're truly putting skin in the game, putting your emotions in the game you know, really shifting the energy. We're here to help you with supportive energy, but you got to shift your own energy. You do. And I always tell people, you shift it and the universe is going to bring it back and go, are you sure? Are you sure you're done? And then pretty soon you're not going to notice it at all. And then the universe will take it away because you don't need it. But, you know, there was like, oh, I'm done with it. And I'm like, just give it some time. It'll, you know, it'll pop back. But that means that you've grown, you've recognized it. Absolutely. And that's the thing that I love to talk about with my clients is when you feel like the stuff is hitting the fan, Mm -hmm. great. That's a sign you graduated. Okay. Some new thing has come up or some old trigger has come to your attention and they know you're ready to handle it. It's not a bad thing. This is a haste. You, you're ready to grow. That's all this is. You're ready to grow. We believe in you so much. We love you so much. We're so proud of you that we're going to give you this new challenge for you to rise above because we know you can do this. Exactly. That's what it takes. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. It takes that kind of an outlook too, because that poor, poor, pitiful me Mm -hmm. doesn't get you very far. No, no, it does not. And that's where people get stuck in the rut is when they have that woe is me, that victim mentality, or get stuck in that martyrdom, which happens from time to time. But I tell my clients, like, recognize it and then pull yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, have your moment and then say, okay, how am I going to reshift this? How am I going to move forward? So, yeah, super important. Really interesting uh, book that I read called uh, The Survivor's Club. Mm -hmm. And in the book, they talk about a concept called the 108010 rule. Mm -hmm. And with the 108010 rule, Um, It was actually coined by a guy who worked with special forces and they were literally in life or death situations. But I realized if you're breathing, you're in a life or death situation. So you will have times when life is really challenging. And when that happens, 10% of people are natural leaders. They quickly come up with a plan and start taking action. 
80% of people are followers. They don't have a plan, but they know somebody has a plan and they get on board with somebody else's plan and they help make it happen. The final 10% of people are in such a state of emotional overwhelm and panic that they can't think, they can't function, they can't take action of any kind. And yeah. no matter what you do to try to save them, they don't make it mm -hmm. because they don't believe in themselves enough right. Right. to be willing to follow. And yeah. that that insight just really hit home with me. I have this realization, I never have to panic again, ever. Mm -hmm. I can choose deliberately. I can notice when I'm panicking and then I choose to be a follower. Yes. Yeah. You can choose what your path is and choose to say, okay, I'm going to trust someone else. You know, that's another big concept that people do. You have to trust divine universe yourself, you know, trust in your own intuition. That is key too. So many people don't trust and, and that that's always, that's going to hold you back. So just hear it, trust it and move with it. Yeah. You know, try it. And that's the other thing that uh, a lot of people don't understand the whole idea of trusting and should I trust or shouldn't I trust? Because what is wanted and what is not wanted is present at the exact same time. The only thing that shifts is where you put your attention. Mm. If you're focused on all the things that are working for mm. you, that are lining up with your intention and what you wanted to create, you're golden. If yeah. you get paralyzed by all the things that are not lining up, even though there are things that are yeah. lining up, it's right. a choice in where you put your attention that mm -hmm. makes all the difference in the world. Oh, absolutely. You know, our thoughts, our words, they're, they're, all, they're all energy to them. So when you put those out is what you're getting back. And so when you, you know, you hear something and you don't trust it, you're then going to question it. So then you're putting that unsuredness or that fear into something that maybe was right for you or maybe, you know, and so it's just about letting that, letting that flow back through again. Yeah. So how could this be a blessing for me? Yeah. What could be the insight for me? What could right. be a new opportunity for me? Right. You know, yeah. often I think we're asking the wrong questions. We're right. asking all the questions that point out what doesn't work instead of asking right. questions about what could be working. Right. And part of it, I think, is because as humans and our ego, we want to be safe and our ego is there to protect us. And so we we are, you know, taught even as little, you know, babies and children do what is safe, protect us. And certain things are important, you know, certain programs like don't put your hand in fire. That's kind of important for all of us to know. Yeah, don't walk in traffic, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. But there's other things that we're told, you know, like, oh, you know, don't, you know, don't take the risk, you know, do the safe thing. You know, it's like, sometimes you need to take the risk because that is really what you need. That's an experience that your soul wanted to have. And so, you know, I always tell people, if it feels right, if it resonates, just trust in what you know. And as long as you're not doing something where it's going to harm yourself or someone else, give it a try, you know, just give it a shot. So Catherine, I, I want a little bit of clarification because obviously you do a lot of channeling. You're very intuitive and you're, you're tuned in. So when you're working with your clients and you're coaching with them, mm -hmm. is it mostly that you're getting a sense of the kinds of questions they should be asking and you're asking questions on their behalf and letting the information flow through you? Are you helping your clients learn how to kind of channel themselves to get the information themselves? What, what is happening? Yeah. So the coaching is kind of more centered around the client and, the, and them walking more on their path and their life purpose. So I'm always tuned into the 
kind of to the energy that's around. So I'm always getting messages. I'm getting thoughts. I may ask a question based on what I'm hearing, but I really want it to be very much client led because I'm just there to be their cheerleader and just kind of support them on the background. And they're the ones that are really doing the work. Um, but we pair it with the elements, which is a really fun thing where we're feeling the energy of each of those. Cause it's a five week session and there's or five weeks and there's um five elements so the first one is really about earth and grounding so it's like who are you what are your beliefs what are you, what makes you who you are and that really allows for someone to say okay who am i what what am i what serves me what no longer does and then as i'm channeling because in that first week they get a channeled message it's really about them finding out okay where are we taking this next these this session where are we taking this this these next four weeks and then from there we move into water which is emotions and that usually i always know it's going to be a hard week for the client so i always try to say hey what do you going on the next five weeks before we plan this, you know, our first session. <laughs> and they're always like, oh, it'll be fine. I'm like, mm, okay. Um, because then they're starting to feel that energy of, you know, that, that emotion in that water and what serves. And then we move through air and fire and all the way to the celestial, you know, so all five to really give the clients the ability to really learn to work with the elements, learn things that will help them move forward. Because I always look at it as I love working with clients, but I want to give them the tools for success. So it's the five weeks, let them learn something, let them figure out how they can work through these things. And then I really want to set them out on their own and see how they do. Many come back. They'll say, Hey, I want to do another five weeks. I feel like I'm ready for the next thing. Others, you know, may, may be a while, or I'll just hear from a check in like, Hey, I'm still working my path. It's awesome. So that's kind of really how, how it flows and how it works, but I'm always tuned in. So there's always that connection of, of what's there and what's coming. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Cause it's so true. Mm -hmm. There are layers, mm -hmm. there are levels, right? There is no limit to love. No. There is no limit to what is possible for you mm -hmm. and yeah. how you can grow and how much you can really embody the divine in your life. Yes. So yeah, you can go through and resolve some immediate issues and then new stuff pops up. Congratulations, new stuff pops up because now you're in a higher level and now you can clear that too. And like we were saying earlier, this is not a bad thing. This oh. is confirmation that you're growing and you're doing great. <laughs> yeah. A little frustrating, but... <laughs> But I, what I found, at least for me, the longer I do it, the less frustrating it gets because I'm just like, I've been here before. Okay. All right. I kind of have an idea of what I need to do. It's, it's a little different, but you know, just for, you know, pre people to know it gets easier, you know, after you've been doing it as long as we have, you know, you'll be like, okay, yeah, I've been here. <laughs> so, so Catherine, you actually bring up a really good point. So sadly, there's no magic wand to wave and poof, hey, presto, everything's changed forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's a process. Mm -hmm. So if you were to point out like one baby step that we could focus on that would show us we're moving in the right direction, we're actually making progress, even though everything isn't magically poof where we want it, <laughs> what yeah. would that baby step be? What could we focus on? The one thing that I tell every single client I meet with on our first session is I'm like, find the joy in every single day. And I don't care if it is that at the, before you're going to bed, you have to sit there and think, man, I'm really glad I got to work without having to hit a stoplight. That's joy. 
Live and find those little pieces, those nuggets of the day. And as you start to do that, you'll find that you'll have pockets. You'll be like, oh, I'm going to go do this hobby because it gives me so much joy. But that is the one suggestion. And you'll notice that your, your moments of joy will just get bigger and bigger and bigger until you're kind of living in that space because that's what you're going to bring to you. That is beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Find the joy in every moment is such an important concept. And one of the things that I like to do also, I encourage people to celebrate in advance. So Mm -hmm. one of the things that I'll do is I'll be journaling after meditation and I come up with things that I will, I will be grateful for later today. Mm -hmm. For Mm -hmm. example, I'm going to hear from two mentors about something that I'm working on. And later in the day, I'm at the grocery store, I'm standing in line, total strangers are in front of me and they're having a conversation. And I don't know anything about what they're talking about, Mm -hmm. but somehow something they say sparks an idea for me. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I notice a magazine at the checkout, or maybe something pops up on my computer when I'm on Facebook. Mm -hmm. All these things come to me. There are mentors there to serve you when you're willing to receive them. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah, just it comes back to that. Just welcome it in, you know, mm-hmm. allow it to come through. That is so awesome. I love what you're doing. I'm so well, glad you could you. join us today. And we were chatting a little bit before we started the interview. Yes. And you mentioned a wonderful free gift that you wanted to share with the audience. Could you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, absolutely. So for your audience, what I'm offering is that um For someone to be able to reach out to me, I will be able to tap in for one question that they have to really be able to get back on their life purpose. I really want to allow people to find the tools and to get what they have. And so this is an, this is an offer that, that I, that I want to give just because I know you've got an amazing audience that's really connected is that it allows for them to learn those three things that I say. So, you know, the first one was join while I'll, I'll give those to them as well. And then be able to ask one question where I can really tap into that energy to, um, to give them some guidance on, on how to move forward. That's beautiful. That's a really generous offer because I I hope you're keeping these conversations fairly short. You're going to be a very busy person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a 20 minute session with me. So I always tell people the time is yours. Um, you know, and so it just allows for, for people to also find out if we're a match, you know, maybe they'll say, Hey, you know, I want to get to know you more, or, you know, maybe they'll say maybe not, but at least if I can just let people start to get something on their path and start to find that connection, that's where I find joy is just knowing that, that they found it. Yeah. That is so wonderful. Well, Catherine, one of the things that we do here, we always turn the table on our guests because we know when we give is when we receive the most. So what can we do to support you? Yeah. You know, the one thing that I would love for um, viewers to do is to really go and um, I have a YouTube page, a uh, YouTube channel where I put a lot of my channelings up there. A lot of my, my um, you know, series, I talk a lot about um, different topics in a channeled state. And I find that when people can go and they can re- and watch those and connect with the energy, that is huge for me. I feel that energy coming back towards me because I know it's it's that reciprocal, you know, what you give and you also receive. So if you could just go, you know, like, subscribe, leave a comment, let me know what you think, give me some feedback. Um, That would be the best thing for me and the thing that I would enjoy the most. Excellent. Well, definitely. I'll make sure that links to all of your social media profiles are in the show notes and we'll just, we'll definitely make a point of following you on YouTube. Okay. Wow. So much that you shared today. 
that was really profound and really valuable. I think that we definitely fulfilled the intention and then some. So thank you so much for that. My biggest challenge is now I have to pick just one thing to do the activate abundance thing around. So make my life difficult. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think you can do it though. Sorry. (laughs) I have faith in your ability to do it. I so appreciate you. All right, stick around because we're going to activate abundance in just a minute. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. Wow, Catherine's amazing. I love her energy. I love where she's coming from. I'm super grateful, step one, super grateful to connect with Catherine's energy because she gets it. And hearing these downloads and someone who is receiving guidance in a different way, it just opens you up to receive even more because there are many, many ways for that energy to get to you. It's all about the energy, baby. (laughs) She really understood that. So what a fun conversation. I loved every minute of it. Grateful, step one. Step two, acknowledge something you heard that was a bit of an aha for you. I took two pages of notes. So it took me a minute to find just one, just one. Don't put boundaries on it. So true. I can't tell you how many times I've found myself accidentally sliding back into judgment. And I don't have to go there. I can stay in observation. I can tap into that energy that I want to create in my heart. I can really feel that energy that I want to experience. And if I don't put boundaries on it, everything changes. Step three, appreciate the difference it can make in your life. When there are no boundaries, you are unlimited. Are you hearing me here? Unlimited energy, unlimited opportunity, unlimited potential, the ultimate in abundance. That's what she's saying. When you take off the boundaries, you are unlimited in what you can create and what you can experience. How beautiful is that? Step four, activate abundance. There are three different ways you can do that. Take out a calendar and schedule it. You can come up with a little trigger for yourself, like crossing your fingers or tugging on your ear as a reminder, or you can declare what you're going to do. For me, I'm going to ask myself, where are the boundaries? Because if I can easily identify what the boundaries are, what the limits are that I'm putting on, I'm putting limits on myself. Sometimes I think I'm putting the limit on somebody else, but I'm not really because I'm limiting the energy that can come to me and I don't want to do that. So I'm going to ask myself, where are the boundaries? Step five, celebrate your progress. Isn't this amazing how this all comes together? How you can be around people like Catherine and experience her energy and it just lifts you wherever you are to a higher state. Isn't it beautiful that you can receive this guidance whenever you're ready for it, whenever you're willing to receive it, whenever you choose to welcome it in? 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you next time for The Abundance Journey. You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling. Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.